and welcome to today's episode of Tranquil Awakenings with me, Debbie Ison. On today's episode, I'm going to be in conversation with Emma Edwards as she talks about her personal journey of healing after being in a car accident and how through nurturing herself and being open to the opportunities that present to her, she has embarked on a journey of healing and wellness and is now working to help other people. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Thank you ever so much for being here today. So we've known each other, not actually that very lo- long really, no. but it feels like a long time. Oh my God, it feels like forever. <laughs> in a good way, in a good way, <laughs> in a good way. Um, but yeah. And I think it's just been really inspiring just to see your journey even over the last few months since I met you. Oh. So I met you, I was doing an event called The Healing Space Um Nathan Arnold yeah. got a group of us together yeah. and you were there and we had an initial conversation about Reiki training and also yeah. hypnotherapy training and you were filled with so much enthusiasm um, which was absolutely amazing and you very quickly contacted me and started your Reiki journey and now you're also training with me as a hypnotherapist. So yes, I have thrown myself in at the deep end. You really have, haven't you? And it's great. I love that and you're so enthusiastic about it. So I just wanted you really to come along and share your journey because I think it's really inspiring. And I think it also shows that when you connect onto the right path, just how quickly things can transform and grow and evolve. Yeah, massively. I think um, because my friends joke that I've been on kind of like the the fast track of the spiritual journey. Yes. Other people have taken like years and I'm like a year on and I'm just like, oh dear God, it's just like, this is quite intense, but in such a good way. And it's just, it's made me kind of just become I think who I was always meant to be Mm -hmm. and it's just it's oh it's just yeah it's transformed my life it's the only way of saying it so where did it all start then oh god um well you know when you say about the dark night of the soul yep oh yeah I went through that um I um I had a small bump in a car about four years ago Mm -hmm. um totally minor but unfortunately it did damage to my arm right um but it kind of it was the start of what I call probably like the worst time of my life Mm -hmm. um because it was when Covid had hit so obviously everything was a nightmare um and I was in pain and I'd go to the hospital and they wouldn't listen to me they were just like it's whiplash you'll be fine and it's like no there's there's something more Mm -hmm. and of course you get ignored um and then months later this is probably like the may time obviously my brain was like right well no one's listening so we need to protect you um and it literally just shut off from my arm so my brain and my arm literally lost communication so i couldn't move my arm Mm -hmm. it was like i'd lost the full ability of my right arm um and i ended up getting diagnosed with complex regional pain syndrome right okay um which when I first got diagnosed with it, my consultant said, do not Google it. And if you're not on antidepressants, I suggest you get on them. God. So that kind of set the tone for that. Yeah. Um, and then it transpired that I needed surgery on my arm because mm-hmm. I actually did have an injury. Right. Um, but I had to control the contract, complex regional pain syndrome or CRPS. 
to allow me to have the surgery because mm-hmm. he said otherwise it'll just make matters worse. Gosh. So um, I threw myself into occupational therapy as I do with everything mm-hmm. um, and then within three months it was like yep yeah, we'll we'll do surgery on you again everything gets delayed because of Covid um, and I finally got my surgery but by doing the surgery it literally massively emphasized the CRPS to the point that when I'd come round and I had a bandage on my arm I had to ask them to take it off because I was literally at the point where I wasn't breathing because the pain of having something around my arm the bandage around my arm literally was just making me like I wanted to pass out it felt like millions of needles stabbing in my arm it was awful um and then it just kind of went downhill again from there because mm. I, I wasn't able to wear sleeves at all Gosh. so and I was on painkillers I was on antidepressants um honestly it's just it, looking back on it now it was such a black hole mm-hmm. and it was literally I felt like I was kind of taking everybody with me yeah so it's like my husband was affected my kids were affected my family were affected my friends because I was just constantly on edge I was on pain I was I was just in possibly the worst place I was Mm -hmm. um but I was lucky that I was diagnosed as quickly as I was because it could have gone on for years and because nobody knows what it is Mm -hmm. um but then I was lucky enough to be referred to Bath which is a specialist hospital that deals with CRPA okay um and it was there that I got my first taste of chakras Oh, interesting. Um, because there was a um, physiotherapist that did like a little bit of yoga and Tai Chi and different mm-hmm. things. And she actually had us going through all of our chakras. And it was the first time I'd ever really known anything about it. Mm-hmm. But I came out the most relaxed state I think I'd been in, in like that three year period. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to look into this. Mm-hmm. I really need to look into this. So when I came out, um, because it was a two-week residential, I came out and I was like, you know what, I'm going to really look into this because I feel like this is definitely something I need to kind of follow into. Yep. And I'd booked to see um, who is now uh, one of my good friends, Lucy, at Pinpoint Therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, yep, I'm going to come and get some, some Reiki. And then just because the universe thought that, I wasn't dealing with enough at the time. Um, my stepdad then became suddenly ill. Oh. Um, so just when I was at the point, I was like, right, I'm really going to focus on myself. It was mm-hmm. like, actually, no, we don't want you to do that yet because there's more to do with your dark night of your soul before you mm-hmm. get to that point. Um, and he was diagnosed with a brain tumour. Oh. Um, so he was poorly... Um, I think it started on the 20th of October um, and it was just, I thought life was horrible before this literally just took everything and within Mm -hmm. two months we'd lost him. So Christmas morning, Mm -hmm. we just, we lost him and it was, it literally, it just made me think that actually you've really got to think about what's important and life can genuinely just change Mm -hmm. like that um and it really kind of 
woke me up a little bit and I just mm. thought right hang on a minute it's like life could genuinely be that quick yeah um and it it really affected me as as it would um but then the other thing that happened is um I'd started talking to Kirsty um who's now my business partner um because she was kind of sending me all these little links and things that she'd known about how to um maybe help Gary who was my stepdad um you know with alternative therapies mm-hmm. to try and help and she was sending me um newspaper articles about how people with brain tumors with like the like cannabis and things that could help and all these different things and yeah. we started talking and it transpired that actually Kirsty was um a very knowledgeable and spiritual person yeah. herself um and we just got talking about things and we were talking about like journeys and spirituality and like the Reiki and different things and I'd not managed to do the Reiki with Lucy Mm -hmm. because everything had kind of blown up with um, my stepdad and she kind of said I think you might like this circle I'm part of Mm -hmm. and uh, it was like all right okay Um, and it was this psychic circle and I thought you know what I've always been kind of like secretly interested in all of this Mm -hmm. Um, because like when I was 18 you know you dabble with your tarot cards and you get your wicker books and your candles <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. And then you think everyone's going to think I'm a weirdo. So I'm just <laughs> going to not do that. Um, and I went I went to that and I had absolutely no expectations of anything. Yep. Um, and I went in there and it again, it, it it's like I was meant to go to that mm-hmm. event that um, night because I found that I was able to do remote viewing for somebody's house who I'd never met and I literally described her living room to Mm -hmm. a T and I was like I don't actually know what I'm doing um but obviously my higher self knew more and they were like we need to prove something to you here that you've actually got something Mm -hmm. so I did that I described somebody's living room um I described somebody's mum um who I'd seen flashing in my head which now I know is the clairsentience yeah um which is what I tend to have um and I kind of come out and Kirsty was like whoa she was like you are psychic as and I was like (laughs) am I it's like okay like I don't really quite know what to do with this because I was like I have absolutely no idea what this means or Mm -hmm. or anything and it was just like right okay so started to go to that monthly um and then I kept meaning to do my Reiki but it had that connotation and that memory of like when my stepdad first got diagnosed and I kept kind of pushing it away thinking I'm not ready to kind of do that Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden um on Facebook Lucy's advert came up and she was like I was meant to be on training this week I've had cancellations anyone want like a discount for treatment and I just thought actually yeah you know what I've not had time to think about it let's just go Uh and I went for the Reiki and oh my god that I came out feeling like a new woman yeah it's like 
Lucy said, she was like, whoa, you've got some seriously like, you know, good energy. She says, you've got some mm-hmm. really good energy. But the way she'd aligned my chakras, yeah, I came out and I felt balanced. Mm-hmm. I felt like almost like I'd been walking next to myself. Yeah. And I'd not really been connected. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I'd done this Reiki and it's like it pushed me back in. Yeah. And I kind of walked out and I just thought, oh, dear God, it's like, <laughs> this is incredible. And Lucy was like, right, you need to go and get yourself something to signify the start of this is the new you. Mm-hmm. So I went out and bought myself a necklace and Lovely. with the letter E on it. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to have something that is me. Yeah. Um, and for the first time in my entire life, I took myself out on a date. Amazing. How lovely. <laughs> Where did you go? What did uh, you do? I went to Prezzo's. Um, I went to Marshall's Yard in Gainsborough. Yeah. Gave myself a little shopping spree. Um, and then I kind of sat there and I thought, oh, it's like going by yourself. It's always that little bit weird. And <laughs> I remember like Sex in the City when Carrie was like, you've got to go and take yourself out for, you know, like a meal. And I'd just bought Lucy's book from her, uh-huh. um, although actually she'd let me try reading it. She was like, have a read, see what you think. And I sat in Prezzo's and the woman was gobsmacked. I was like, yep, yeah, table for one, please. And she was like, oh, she went, well, where do you want to sit? I was like, I'm going to sit over there in the corner so I can see everybody and yeah. I can people watch. And I sat there and I ordered myself a meal, a drink. I got Lucy's book and I just sat there. I took a photo, put it on Facebook, and I was like, I want to remember this moment. Amazing. It's the first time, and I've been wanting to do it for years, but it was the first time I'd actually thought, you know what, I deserve this. Mm-hmm. I actually don't care what anyone thinks if I'm like, oh, I'm the sad woman in the corner on her own. It was like, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. And it was it was amazing. And it, again, it just, it woke something up in me. Yeah. And then that was it I was just like I was almost like Lucy's best paying client then because I was going like (laughs) if I could I was going like every other week and I was doing suddenly like past life regression because I was like oh my god I want to know about that and I got this um past life regression where I was this um girl called um oh what was it that was called I can't, I think, it, ironically, I think it was something like aura because it meant star in Greek. I'll have to try and remember it. Um, Astra, that's what I was called. Brilliant. Astra. Um, and it was the most incredibly realistic thing. And it was like, I mean, it was a bit traumatic because I got killed. Yeah. <laughs> but I went, I was fine with it because I was like, I'm just going to go back to the stars. Yeah. I'm just going to go back to the stars. And again, it was like, my God, it's just like, what is going on here? Um, And then Nathan, who did the healing space, Mm -hmm. um, he'd said to Kirsty, like, do you want to come? And she was like, oh, yeah. And then she asked if I wanted to, because by that point, we'd got really quite friendly. And I'd spoken to her and said, like, about Reiki and, like, I really want to learn more Mm -hmm. about it. And it just so happened that, you were there (laughs) and it was the strangest thing because I think I can't remember whether it was before or after your talk um but you'd come and I think it was before because you were chatting to Kirsty because I know Kirsty yeah 
And she'd said something about how, oh, um, Debbie teaches like Reiki. Yeah. And you randomly said, oh, I do. And I've got one space left. I think it was like next Sunday. Yes, it was very close, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. It was just like, this is meant to be. It's yeah. like the universe has brought me to you. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God. And, um, yeah, it was just incredible. And you did your thing at that talk. and. Again, it's like, I just, I felt like me and my body were just like connecting more and more. Amazing. It was just like, I need to do this. It was just like a need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came and did my Reiki one and, oh, it was just insane. The attunement that you gave me was <laughs> mind blowing. I felt like my energy, it's like, I felt like my body shrunk and my energy just like, increased and was mm-hmm. suddenly like 10 times the size of me amazing and I did Reiki on you because yes. I was yeah, we were odd numbers and I mean that was intense because my god the energy that you <laughs> I channel an awful lot of energy all the time to do the work that I do and so bless you <laughs> you were very hot weren't you <laughs> I was literally like dripping I was like this is ridiculous and at one point I think I was almost like bracing myself on the floor because I was like trying to like hold this energy down, you know, I was like, oh my God. But it was one of those things I did say, look, my energy is very strong. If you need to step away, if you need a breath of fresh air, you can do that. But you're absolutely stubborn. You were not going anywhere, were you? You were going to carry on whatever. That is pretty much the, my trade. I am stubborn. I'm a typical Taurian in that respect. Um, but then it was incredible because I, I picked up on um, like a historic injury that you had. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god it's like I can actually okay there might be there's something going on here mm-hmm. and it was just amazing and you were talking about like your hypnotherapy and I kind of like it was weird because in the process of all of that I'd been made redundant right okay um from my job as a mortgage advisor mm-hmm. and I'd been in finance for like 20 years yeah that's all I knew mm-hmm. and I've never been one of those people that thought I know what I want to be when I grow up and I've worked towards it. I just fell into jobs yeah. and I sat there and because of the injury with my arm, I was like, actually, you know what? I'm just going to A, take some time to recuperate and just kind of actually allow myself time to focus on myself and kind of try and use what I've been learning from the Reiki and things like that and, and try and help myself. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to, give myself that time and I just so happened to have a review with the um lady at Bath and she was like look she said you need some time she was like you have been through like a horrendous journey Mm -hmm. and she was like obviously I'd completely ignored my arm the whole time my stepdad was poorly yeah which had then meant as soon as we lost him my brain had gone hang on a minute and it just overwhelmed me Mm -hmm. with so much pain so much um my arm kept going so it's like in that sense I'd lose all movement of it yeah for even if someone had come and just my kids would go higher if it made me jump that'd be it my right arm would just lose the ability to my fight and flight was seriously cocked up Uh like majorly um and she said to me, look, you need some time because mm. I'll write to your doctors. We'll just say we need you signed off for three months and just give you some time. Um, 
and that was just the best thing that could have been and in that time I was doing the Reiki training with you in the June mm -hmm. and it was just it was transformational it kind of it made me realize the relationship between your mind and your body and mm -hmm. your energy centers and there is just so much more than you would ever imagine that actually makes your body work absolutely it blew my mind and I sat there and I thought you know what this is helping me mm -hmm. I want to be able to do the same for other people yeah um and I thought my god it's like if this is making just the smallest difference to me with the CRPS I was on a group with um sort of like four other people that I bonded with so well because we understood each other mm -hmm. and I know what pain they were going through and I was like oh my god if I could like help them yeah maybe if I do that and suddenly it just clicked and I thought this is what I need to do yeah and it was a lot of money to obviously do the hypnotherapy course and I was like oh my god it's just like oh it's such a lot of money um and I didn't really know how I'd do it and I thought you know what I'll put it out there I'll say to the universe if I'm meant to do this course mm -hmm. I need this money and I happened to speak to my mum and she has always been my biggest cheerleader. And she just turned around and she went, well, what is it? I'll pay for it. Oh. And I was like, no, you can't. She was like, no, I will. Yeah. And again, I think it was because of everything like with my stepdad, we were kind of like, when you something's right, life's too short, yeah. just go for it. So then all of a sudden I was like, I can come yeah. and do hypnotherapy. <laughs> and it was incredible and all of a sudden it was just like this whole other world just mm -hmm. opened up yeah and I was just overwhelmed I was excited I was just like what else can I know about mm -hmm. I just I wanted to just literally like know everything and anything I was yeah. I'm this sponge I'm this excitable Duracell bunny sponge <laughs> that is literally just like okay what else there's something else I can do what else can I know yeah um and I'd gone to see um Annie who does the psychic circles yeah. and I thought you know what I'm really gonna embrace this and I went for a reading with her and it was weird because she literally was describing the last two years of my life uh -huh. and I sat and I was like well aren't you meant to kind of tell me what's gonna happen yeah and she just, it was almost like a, a reassurance that actually mm -hmm. the path I was on was what I was meant to do. Yeah. And she sat there and she said to me, I see you in a field with like-minded women in tents. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm not sure quite where that goes. Um, but then... Kirstie had invited me to a mind-body-spirit show at yeah. Lincolnshire Showground. First one I have ever been to uh -huh. in my entire life. <laughs> and I loved it. It was like coming home to like an area where just you could just be yourself and everyone was just was on the same page yeah. and knew the same things. And it was just, it was amazing I was walking around literally like the first thing in like awe I was like I don't know what to do I don't know do I speak to people I was like I was totally overwhelmed 
And um, Kirsty kept saying, look, just have a walk around. If you're drawn to someone, go talk to them. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay then. Um, and I happened to um, see this sign and it said about um, something about like past life and shamanic and spiritual thing. Yeah. And, um, and I thought, okay, actually, I, I quite fancy this. Mm -hmm. And then I happened to look down at a leaflet and they were doing a retreat in the July. Yep. In a field with tents. How lovely. And I was like, oh my God. It was just like, this is what Annie meant. I have yeah. to do this. It was like, this is so freaky. Um, and it was with um, Chris and Tasha. Yeah. Um, absolutely love them. They have opened me into the gateway of everything yes. <laughs> um, and Chris did a treatment on me that day and he blew my mind he was like I see a car accident I was like no and he was like I see like um your your mind and your brain and your body and this and I was like what the <laughs> and I was like this is insane and he, he did like this um language to me and it was just I was it blew my mind yeah it just again it was like incredible and I came out and I was telling the girls that I was with and I was like this bloke is amazing it's just like mm -hmm. oh my god they all ended up going to him we took up his entire afternoon oh. um but then I was speaking to Tasha and I was just like I really want to come on this retreat uh -huh. I really want to come on it and I'd said to Kirsty yeah. and I thought you know what, this is what I'm meant to be doing. So I really want us to go. I feel like we really need to go. Yeah. And that was the beginning of our little partnership. Oh, it was, it was the most transformative weekend of my life. Wow. We were in this tent. Kirsty was going off um, on like spiritual journeys and talking to Zeus. It was <laughs> insane. And Honestly, the like the the detail that Kirsty was coming out with was spectacular, mm -hmm. and she was like, "Yep, I need to help people. Now's the time. I've got to do, make try and make a change." Amazing, and it was like brilliant. And then I was kind of a bit like, "Well, I've got dragons. Not really sure what's going on there." <laughs> Transpires that apparently I was a dragon in a like a past life, which I think is amazing. Um. <laughs> And uh, we were doing this thing where they were doing light language and they were like, right, we're going to do this with some drums and some light language. Um, it's going to release trauma. Mm -hmm. And I sat there and the women I'd been with, everybody had had a lot more trauma than what I believed I'd yeah. had. So I was like, well, this isn't really going to kind of do anything uh -huh. with me. Um, and it was just the strangest thing because it was like the more they were doing it, the more, I don't know, kind of, it was weird. It was kind of like we were all sat there and all of a sudden, like, my body just started to get stiffer and stiffer and I just, I'd almost, like, lent myself to the floor. Okay. So everyone else had come out of it fine, was, like, saying about what, you'd, you know, had mm -hmm. gone on. And I was just sat there and I was like, I can't move. Wow. And they were like, what do you mean? It's just like, I, I genuinely can't move. It's like, um, I'm stuck in like this position with my hands in like towards mm -hmm. the ground. 
and they were like oh well you, you might just need a bit longer to come out of it so like let me know if you need anything so it's like okay and then like they were going around the tent and I sat there and it was just getting more and more like okay I'm getting a bit freaked out here yeah and I just was like I think I need some help so then Tasha came over to me and then Chris came over to me and they were doing this light language and I don't know what happened but I literally then just threw up my emotions I <laughs> cried and sobbed like I have never sobbed before yeah. and it was just it was like it just kept coming like from the depth of my stomach it just mm-hmm. literally kept coming and I couldn't stop it and I was like what on earth um, and then Chris was like, we need to take you outside. Let's get you outside. So we did some grounding mm-hmm. and he was like, right, you need to give what is in you back to Mother Earth. He's like, shout to Mother Earth. So I was like, right. So I was doing like the breathing techniques that they taught me and everything. And then before I knew it, I'd literally clenched my fingers into the ground. So mm-hmm. I was gripping into the grass. And I screamed the most feral scream I have <laughs> ever done, ever, to the point that Kirsty said that she heard me and burst into tears because she Aww. said it sounded like I'd just found out that my family had been murdered or something. The scream was just insane. Mm-hmm. And I'd kind of done that, and it's like I'd released it, and it was like, right, we need to get, like good frequency back into you Uh now like the light frequency so we were doing this thing where you'd have to um you'd go low for like getting out the you know the low energy Mm. and then you'd go higher to go for the higher but you do it in kind of just like a sort of thing yeah sorry for anyone on listening to that one (laughs) um and he was like right just keep it going so I was I was kind of deep breathing from my stomach and then letting out this sound and it just got higher and higher and higher. And then all of a sudden I was seeing white lights and blue lights and I was getting higher and higher and it was just all of a sudden I just felt like somebody had given me a hug. Aww. I think because I'd met my spirit dragon, hey, hey. Oh, nice. Um, while we were there. And it's like he just gave me a hug and was just like, that's enough now you're okay yeah and Chris was stood there and he was just like wow he's like (laughs) I have not seen anything like that and it was like okay um and it's just it was weird I went back in there and Tasha was like well somebody sounded angelic and it was like I just oh my god and everyone was like what has gone on so Uh they're like we're just going to pause our feedback what the hell has just happened and it was like I have no idea, but I just, it almost felt like at that point I had wings, which mm-hmm. sounds really weird, but I was like wrapping it around everyone in the tent. Mm-hmm. And that was a very, very massive spiritual awakening. Yes. Um, I mean, that was bonkers. Um, <laughs> I think they even said it was like um, a Kundalini awakening. Yep because it was so strong and intense and Mm -hmm. what I now know is what came out of me was like my past lives yes it was like everything was like thank god we've finally got this opening come on guys let's get out yes and it just just came Mm -hmm. and it's again it's like it it flicked a switch and it was like 
hang on a minute. And honestly, that, that weekend was unbelievable. And when me and Kirsty had finished it, we were driving home and we were like, I feel like we're soul sisters. Oh. I genuinely feel like we're soul sisters. It's like we, we bonded in a way that I never thought mm -hmm. that was possible. Sorry, am I going on for too You're long? You're fine. It's fucking And then, yeah, we were, we were coming home and um, it was just like we just proper felt this connection and we were like, we need to keep this going. We really need to keep this mm -hmm. going. So we started meeting up um, each week and we were like doing our shamanic journeys together. Honestly. We were reading oracle cards together and it just... It just felt right. And mm -hmm. we were still doing the psychic circles with Annie. Yeah. And everything was just kind of going the way that it needed to mm -hmm. go. Um, and then I had a, another introduction into something which has blown my mind, which is NLP. Yes. So I got to see um, Philip Underwood. Mm -hmm. And Kirsty was like, you have to see him. He's literally like Yoda. <laughs> he is amazing when you're in his presence it's yeah. amazing and I was like okay and we tried to go in the July but I couldn't do it and then we happened to go in the September mm -hmm. and I've got to admit I was just in awe to start with because yeah. I'd never experienced anything like that it was before I'd started the hypnotherapy with you mm -hmm. so this was again like something new I was like I'm going to embrace this let's amazing. see what comes and it was just unreal. And it was like, you're basically a process of your thoughts. I was like, no, you're not. He's <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. And he was explaining it. And I was just like, oh, dear God. It's like, we really are. Yeah. And you just think. And then the fact that he was saying that we're all just consciousness. We're all just literally this little energy. And that's it. That is us. We're in the shell of what our human body is, where nothing is really real. Yes. Kind of like matrixy. Yep. <laughs> um, like there's other dimensions, there's other, um, every, oh my God, I can't even think of the words. But Which it sounds like it's stuff you'd already started to experience, but I think putting those words to it can really be quite comforting and inspiring and it can completely open your eyes to that we're so much more than we give ourselves credit for. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, oh, my God. And there is only now. And you, you can't live in the past of what was and you can't live in the future of what if. And it's just now. But it was just the way it was like we are just this consciousness. Mm -hmm. This is all we are. And it just resonated with me so much and I just thought it, it genuinely was like well this is what we've been trying to tell you you yeah. know all these experiences and everything it was just like this is what we were trying mm -hmm. to like explain and I was kind of a bit like okay this is insane and then um you sit there and like this woman said she was scared of spiders and I was like well I'm terrified of spiders or rather I was terrified of spiders <laughs> um and he said, like, you know, what do you see when you imagine a spider? And this woman was like, oh, you know, body, legs, and just, you know, they just come yeah. at you. And like, and he's like, right, he says, well, what if, you know, this spider had a woolly hat and roller skates on? Mm -hmm. And then you imagine that. 
And then it's like, all oh, right. And then he randomly just asked like this other question. I think it was like a math question. Mm -hmm. But because I was paying attention, I was doing exactly what this woman was. Yeah. And uh, it was only a few weeks after that that I realised how much that had implemented in my mind because we had to clear out my stepdad's shed. Mm -hmm. He'd had ferrets in it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it was the most disgusting thing ever. <laughs> I'm sure we were cursing him. It was just like... This is why you didn't do it, because you were waiting for us to do it. Yeah. So me, my mum and my brother went to do it. And my mum was like, I've got masks, I've got glasses. I'm going to like put a hood around me, mm -hmm. you know, really like secure yourself yeah. in to skip everything. And I was just like, yeah, it don't matter. I went in literally with just jeans and a jumper on. I got stuff. I was emptying things. I was like saying spiders were like, sorry, I'm going to have to just move you. Yeah. <laughs> I was weak, swiping cobwebs. We even found a field mouse uh -huh. that was bouncing around. Them two shot out away. And I'm like, come on, mate. I have, honest to God, since then, not been scared of bugs, spiders, wasps, anything. And you I become was... aware that everything's a consciousness, don't you? Everything is yeah. a being and we respect everyone and everything. And it just transforms the way that you view everybody and everything. Yeah, exactly. And all of a sudden it's like wasps come at me and everyone's screaming. And I'm like, come on, you need to get out of the house. And I'm having a conversation yes. with a wasp. <laughs> and it's like, I'm talking to spiders and I'm like, I'm really sorry I'm moving you. But if you want to move before I get to you, and it's like, yep. what the hell is going on? I do it with plants as well. I'm like, oh. I'm really sorry, but... I've got to trim you all back because you're starting to overgrow. So just move your energies out of your leaves and out of these stick bits up to here, just so I can cut these bits off without hurting you. I'm, I'm going to come back in two minutes. So just I get to give you time to do that. <laughs> yeah. Anybody heard me? You know, oh, my God. Because... I know this is it. But it's just you do. You realise that everything is consciousness. And we've had all of these past lives. And like that field mouse was somebody that had come back from a past life that actually chose to go in that body because they were either learning something or they were doing something. Mm. And it was like there was an actual consciousness in that. So yeah. why would I not do anything other than let it go? Uh -huh. And I've not killed a bug yeah. since. And it's just, it's bonkers. And I'm sure like my family are looking at me as in like, what is she doing? I was the same though. I remember after I um, became aware of all of this, I'd repotted all of my house plants, all in bigger pots because they needed it. And the compost I bought had a load of these teeny weeny fruit flies in. And I woke up the next morning and my kitchen was covered in literally thousands of them. But because I don't kill anything, I wouldn't put anything up. Oh my gosh, it took me all day long trying to sort of talk to them and take them out with like bits of like cardboard and stuff just follow me this way if you land on this and I was thinking I got them all out it was a hard task though but um, I just thought I can't harm them yeah it's because you're thinking well actually what if I was a spider in a past life because <laughs> yeah. and actually you know when you just think it's like so many past lives and you just think what could I have been what will yeah. I be and it's just it's one of those and um, as I say it's like uh, when we were there with Philip and I'd mentioned to him about my arm and he was like all right okay and the pain you kind of you can contend with you know you get used to that you adapt to it um but it was the not being able to put my arm in a sleeve yeah. that really got me 
Mm-hmm. It's like everything else I can cope with, but it's getting cold. I want to be able to put my arm in a sleeve. Yeah. And he said to me, um, I happened to just say to him, it's just like, oh, you know, I, I can't put my arm in a sleeve. And he was just like, why, how do you do that? I was just like, well, it hurts. He's like, how? Yeah. And obviously how NLP does, it questions it to the mm-hmm. point that it's really making you think. And I kind of sat there and I was just like, I don't really understand what you're doing. And he came over with a handkerchief and went on my arm. And honest to God, he sent me into a tears. I thought I was going to like pass out because the pain was doing that. But he then started talking to me and he was distracting me. And I don't know, honestly, I was in like juju land at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he did, what he said or anything. But at one point he then went, well, what does it feel like now? And I just went, oh, it tickles. And then he went, right, what, 17 had three, take away nine. And I was like, oh, Jesus, um, 11. And he was like, right, how does it feel now? And I was like, well, I don't know. He's like, well, have you got something to put on? Mm-hmm. I went, well, I've got like a cardigan I've wrapped around me. He's like, well, put it on then. So I put my arm in the sleeve and he went, how's that then? And yeah. <laughs> It's lovely, isn't it? It's a miracle. Like, <laughs> this is what I was. I was speechless. Yeah. I was like, I don't understand what's just happened. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I don't get it. And for an hour afterwards at lunch, I sat there with Kirsty and I was like, I, I, I don't understand. It was like, what? And it's like, that's how powerful your mind can be. Absolutely. And I was like, this is transformational. Mm-hmm. It's like the fact that I've still got the CRPS, I've still got the pain, I've still got all the other areas, but to actually be able to put my arm in a sleeve, that was life-changing. Yeah, I walked out of that room and I was, I was on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can wear a sleeve. And it's the simplest of things. Yeah. But it was the biggest of things. And I was like, okay, now I need to learn NLP. Yes. <laughs> so it was like, okay, this is something else I can learn. So mm-hmm. I'm studying that as Brilliant. well as hypnotherapy. Yeah. And then I started realising that actually I do have a psychic ability. And I started doing a tarot class. Mm-hmm. And I was blown away by actually how spot on I can be with a tarot card. Yeah. It's like, I did it when I was 18. Mm-hmm. I predicted the love triangle with my best friend and her boyfriend at the time. But of course, you kind of joke about it, don't you? Uh-huh. And it's always been that, oh, well, don't you remember when I, like, I predicted that? Yeah. And then it's like, there is seriously something going on here. And me and Kirsty had just, as I say, got so close and she'd been through her own journey mm-hmm. um, where she'd had health problems and Again, no one listened. So um, obviously we came together and we were just like, you know what? We want to help people. Mm -hmm. We want to help people with chronic pain conditions, um, health conditions that make them feel restricted or that just limits their life. And we just happened to come up with Aura. Um, And we were kind of like, actually, yeah, let's try and do a business. Um, let's try and do something together so we came up with it and it um it's not the aura as in your aura yeah um but we spell it o-r-a-h yeah because that's overcome 
restore, awaken and heal. Oh, lovely. Um, because we thought, actually, we want to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, and so what we did was we did it where we just want everyone to feel good and healthy and learn, learn grow and heal. And we decided that we wanted people to overcome their limiting beliefs, restore balance to the health and well-being, awaken their minds with spiritual and self-development and actually heal yourself from the inside out. Yeah. We, we, wanted, we want to give people the tools to heal themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just exploded from there. We we suddenly got um, the opportunity to do a show where Kirsty got to talk about belief coding and we got to talk about our journeys. I did tarot readings, which were absolutely spot on for everybody. Wonderful. Um, and I was full the whole day. And it was just like, this is our journey. This uh-huh. is what we're meant to do. And we created a website. Um, We've created memberships so people can actually have that support mm-hmm. every month. They can have group um, belief coding sessions, group hypnotherapy sessions, but they can also have one-to-one sessions. Yeah. Um, we can do tarot readings. We can do distance Reiki. Mm-hmm. We can do so many things. And like Kirsty is um, qualified in nutrition. And it was like, actually, we can help people as a whole. Incredible. And it's just like, so my little thing of actually, I want to help people with chronic pain conditions like me. Mm -hmm. This is why I've gone into the hypnotherapy. All of a sudden it was just like, oh my God, Kirsty, you've got this. I've got this. And we realized that actually what I lack, she has, and what she lacks, I have. Yeah. And we work so beautifully together. And it was genuinely just like, this is the soul sisters. So... We, we've created like a, a spiritual development section of Aura, which is the Soul Sisters Circle. Yeah. So we're going to do that once a month. So it gets to do our spirituality side because that is mm. very, very important to us both. Yeah. Um, but it's also just, it's somewhere where even if someone doesn't believe in that side of it, mm-hmm. we still have tools. We still have ways and means of helping um, you to heal yourself. We, by any means, do not have the power or ability to heal you, but we give you what you need to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've learned from everything that I've got recently that actually when I get to a situation, I can actually know what to do, how to talk to myself, how to realise that it is just my thoughts, it is just my thinking, and actually... I'm not my ego. I don't need to feed that. I can feed the other part of me, mm-hmm. my consciousness that actually is on its journey and it's finally found what it was meant to do. Amazing. Oh, well done. Um, that's incredible. I think that's a lovely message to leave it on as well. Yeah. That actually, we're all facilitators to help, but it's really about embarking on that own journey of learning and healing and discovery. And I think you've demonstrated beautifully through this that when you embrace that journey, it can create remarkable transformations very, very quickly in all areas of your life. Yeah. And I feel really privileged to be a little bit of a part of that. So thank you. So just obviously you mentioned um, Aura. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? Uh, well, we're on Facebook, Aura Wellbeing. 
Um, we're on Instagram as well, Aura Wellbeing as well. And you can find us on aurawellbeing.co.uk. Um, but yeah, it's just, we're launching officially in January with all the groups and um, all the things that we can officially offer in the memberships. But we kind of, we've been feeding a little bit to social media just so we can let people know that we're there. And then we're, we're going to kind of, 2024 is the year. Amazing. So, so watch out for us. Because here we come. <laughs> thank you so much for being here today. Oh, and thank you, thank you me. also to our audience for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Take care and I shall speak to you again soon. Bye-bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe. If you would like to find out more about the therapies that we provide and the training we offer, please visit our website, www.tranquil-awakenings.co.uk. You can also find us on social media.